Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yes, indeed. Welcome to Going Greyhounds. Mark Holmes with you. The 7th of September 2021, 10.38am currently. Great to have your company and it's a very special day actually. We've got the Sky Special Showcase this evening on Sky Racing 2. The Catching Pen and Greyhound Clubs Australia combined to present the Australian Greyhound of the Year Awards. Very much looking forward to the presentation, which we'll be recording today. Myself and Jason Adams, along with a few very special guests and some wonderful packages put together by the one and only Cat Ernst. Very much looking forward to recording in a little while. Uh, our show today here on Going Greyhounds will be based around the Greyhound of the Year Awards and, of course, those nominees, including Shimmer Shine, Stanley Road, Tigalong Tonk and, of course, Tommy Shelby. We'll be chatting to Dave Gleeson, Mark Gat, Corey Grenfell and Steve Withers. Let's get into the show, starting off with a group racing wrap at Townsville on Friday. Of course, we uh, had... Heats of the Townsville Cup, uh, taken out by Dulceria, Louis Rumble uh, for Steve Kavanagh, of course, Karinga Lucy for Selena Zamet, and of course, excuse me, Jack taking out the last of the heats there. Uh, 28.63 for excuse me, Jack was the fastest of the qualifiers at Albion Park the day prior on Thursday. We had heats of the Molly Campbell Silver Dollars, Call Me Rip, uh, was the first heat winner in an upset result. Showdown won the next, also at a big price. Like My Flyer for Lyndall Brand won the third heat. And that was it with um, Light My Flyer going uh, 30.22 and 30.05 for Showdown, the best of the heats. On Saturday at the Meadows, we had heats of the Top Cat Video Cup at Group 3 level. Hank the Hustler was the winner of the first heat going 22.73. Uh, go again, 42.73. Five Star went 42.41. Great to see Five Star somewhere back at near his best. And Mapunga Ruby, 42.96, was the uh, other heat winner. At Hillsville on the Sunday, up the straight, we had Group 2 Hillsville Cup heats. Tigalong Tonk, uh, one of the nominees for Grand of the Year, going 19.27, has drawn towards the middle for the final, was very good. 19.38 for Mr. America, the next heat winner. Baruga Smoke, 19.53, was uh, also very good. Aston Titan, another heat winner. Aston Geneve and Hilltop Jonah, the other heat winners. And at Cannington, the spring gift it was, heats. Sunset Piper uh, and Valachi won the heat that Tommy Shelby was scratched out of. We'll chat to Steve with us later just to check in on how the champ is. And look, you'd have to say he's a very, very short-priced favourite to win Greyhound of the Year after the season. He had three Group 1s, uh, travelled the entire country and did a spectacular job capping it all off with, of course, the, the golden Easter egg back in April. In New South Wales, going back to last Tuesday. Drink Longnecks continued his great form, winning in 29.54 at Gosford. Uh, a brilliant win. Fire Legend and Bones McCoy were the respective free-for-all winners of the evening. Along with Drink Longnecks, Michelle Sultana trained Drink Mowat to win at Richmond on the same day, going 22.70 over the 400 in free-for-all company. Last Wednesday, Lockmaster won for birthday boy. Peter Lagogiani in 26.21 for the 4.72 metres at Bulleye. Peter and Jody's other runner, Modern Talking, though, is unfortunately a beaten odds on favourite. Andrew Bell picked up a double on the same meeting. And good odds cash, star bitch for Tracy and Frank Hurst 
one in 26-17 over the now-retired Group 2 Maitland Gold Cup winner, Ebby Jet Power, who sustained a toe injury in the run. Uh, Mick Ebron letting us know that uh, Ebby Jet Power will be retired to start. Evelyn Harris trained four winners on the Wednesday Grafton program also. Mark Gatt and Simon Rhodes each picked up a double last Thursday at Dapto, prim and proper, at uh, three and a half years of age, wound back the clock somewhat to win for the first time since May as an outsider, defeating a handy field that included Kennelmate Ice Cream Story, Wicked Spartan and Sound of Silence. Gunnedah local William Mamara trained to treble at his home track too, certainly worth mentioning. Uh, Friday, five winners for John and Minnie Finn. Uh, Friday night racing at Richmond, including Zipping Kyrgios. Wonderful to see Pay call back at the races too for Peter Lagogiani and Shaquille Latimer after two months off, winning in a time of 22.30 for the 400. And the Juice Jungle Juice, gee, he loves to make a sweat and won the hard way at Tamora in the second heat of the Tamora X Services Club Series. The first heat was taken out by the Ben Talbot trained Tommy Town. Also on Friday, Casual Glance dominated the 515-metre free-for-all at the Gardens, going 29.52 and taking his record to 23 wins from 40 starts, along with those eight minor placings. To add, for the Lils, more sauce won yesterday. Um, Saturday, million-dollar chase champ, Good Odds Harada, was knocked off by the Judith Richards and trained Sunburnt Highway at Dapto in a Masters event. Miss Esme was dominant again over that 605-metre trip, which she just owns, 34.58 in um, a 15-length romp. Another dog building cult hero status. Mickey Do won at the Gardens on Saturday night for Mark Davidson going 29.60. Very excited connections on social media, which is wonderful to see. Getting away much cleaner than the start prior. And uh, on Sunday, we saw the likes of Zipping Lopez equal to Grafton 350-metre track record, which is a regular occurrence these days. And yesterday, Bandit Ned uh, was brilliant at Nowra for Jody Lord going 29.66 over the five. 120 metres. Looking forward to catching up with our guests, all Greyhound of the Year contenders they have. We'll catch up with Dave Gleeson after a short break. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going Greyhounds. the inside and the favourite hits the gas early racing out by three lengths in 4.93 led by four now to Halbert Bell five lengths away sweet as M to a close third followed by can't say that and then Mpunga Daniel well back to you tell me Faithy Bell and five away last Ryko boss Shimmer Shine is airborne off the back led by eight lengths to Halbert Bale and then sweet as M but it's all eyes on the clock Shimmer Shine's going to romp in Shimmer Shine 28.94 one by seven lengths over sweet as M and I catching second, a hit away third. Helmet. Well, wasn't that some performance, Shimmershine? That was going all the way back to the start of the season, July last year, and what a way to kick off the runs of the months uh, in the new season. Shimmershine twenty eight ninety five in the end. That was some performance. Uh, Co-owner and breeder of Shimmershine, Dave Gleeson joins us on the line. Of course, a Grand of the Year nominee. What a season he's had again, uh, Shimmershine. He just seemed to. Well, raised the bar for himself and all others. He arguably should have gotten away with a few more bigger races. Dave, welcome to Going Greyhounds. Great to have you on. Well, thanks very much, Mark. Yes, it's certainly been a thrilling time for us. Now, this Greyhound, just overall, um, we know how good he is. His record speaks for himself, but just tell 
the listeners out there what he what he means to you. Well, he means everything to us because, um, you know, we've been in the greyhound industry for a long time. I first stepped out into it when I was about 18 or 19 years old. And, uh, you know, you go through periods where you, you, um, you can't find anything that can run and all of that sort of thing. But we've been very lucky <clears throat> in the last 20-odd years that uh, we've had some absolute cracker dogs and... Uh, Shimmer Shine is the absolute pinnacle of them all. He's by far the, the best dog that Bob Cummings and I have ever bred or ever had the, uh, the, the good fortune to have. Now, 12 group finals this season alone. Uh, what would your highlight of the year uh, that's gone be? Uh, of course, a couple of group ones in there going back to the Meadows last year and of course, Brisbane, the, the gold bullion, that was something um, quite special, uh, especially considering the prize purse that was on offer. But the Top Gun win was very special, and, and it was at the Meadows over some very good greyhounds. You look at the dogs in that field, Simon told Helen, Christobal, um, Tommy Shelby, oh, Mickey, dig along, Tonk, catch the thief. That is a crack field. He beat in the Top Gun. Which race uh, holds the top spot for you, Dave? Well, I would say that, uh, most probably the uh, the Top Gun at the Meadows because it was no qualifying. It was just a chosen field. And uh, I would say without doubt that uh, the quality of the field, the quality of the sprinting greyhounds in the last 12 months or almost two years has been outstanding Australia-wide. I, I just can't get over how many good dogs, top-quality dogs have been out there and uh, to be amongst them and to be able to race against them and to have a bit of luck and beat them a couple of times or a few times, you know, it's been uh, it's been a ride that we've enjoyed. Everybody has bad luck stories in various times with racing because that's the way greyhounds race. <clears throat> They're desperate to get to the front and get uh, out on the bunny and all that sort of thing, but... Um, you know, we've had our hard luck stories and injuries to contend with, but, um, you know, I would say that run and also the run that he put in at Bulleye, you know, which was just uh, prior, I think, to the Top Gun. Uh, well, I'll just have a quick look there. I think it was mm. where he beat Wow, but also the week before he ran um, uh, 25.82. Well, you know yourself, Mark, there's only been about three dogs that have ever broken... 26 seconds at Bulleye, and uh, Bulleye always attracts the fastest dogs in the land. So that one and the uh, the gold bullion in Brisbane, which was fantastic, because again it had very good dogs in it. He had to contend with Tommy Shelby, and he put him away, you know. And uh, the further the race went, the further he got to the front. They just couldn't get near him. <clears throat> yeah, what a dog he's been! Uh, 64 starts, 37 wins, and. Uh... Over seven hundred thousand dollars in prize money. How how is he? How is the champ going at the moment? As as oh, we speak, Dave. He, well, actually, he was a bit sore, you know, from the Brisbane campaign in right. early July. Uh, even after the heat run, he was a bit scratchy, you know, a bit sore around the hocks and that. And uh, we were very concerned about that. And uh, but no no um, no long term injuries or anything like that because I didn't want to break him down and uh, have him as like a crippled dog, you know, mm. as, a, as a stud dog, you know, hobbling around the place with arthritis, et cetera. 
Mm. So uh, he's he's now he's as sound as a ball. You know, look honestly, you could put him in next week and he'd fly. But that won't be happening, Dave. No, we don't. Uh, <laughs> we we don't see that. You know, he's he's got everything on the board. He doesn't need to do anything else. But you know what it's like as an owner with greyhounds. You know, you're always looking for the next one to replace him, mm. and uh, that's going to be you know, the needle in the haystack, but we'll, uh, Bob Cummings and I will keep trying. <laughs> as we all do, Dave, as we all do. That's but, right, yeah. Now, um, just just overall, you know, take us back to, to the start. Did you, did you know something was special about him? And um, has he been the best dog that you've had? Oh, without a doubt, yep. yes. He, he's been the best dog that Bob Cummings and I have bred and owned and uh, reared and broken in because we... Uh, we don't. We only have one litter a, a year, Mark, and okay. uh, we rear them all ourselves. Bob Cummings and I, you know, down at Bob's property at Cooirup, and uh, we beautiful break part of the in. world too, Cooirup. Yeah, we break them in ourselves. You know, we don't send them off anywhere for pre-training and all that sort of thing. We we have them at home until they're sixteen months old, and then we deliver them to uh, the dailies. And uh, they go through their motions. And Tom Daly is very, very careful with young dogs. He's cautious with them. He doesn't hammer them. He just allows them to develop within themselves. But we really knew that he was going to be a very good dog because uh, we only actually took him to the racetrack for a look and a couple of hand slips around the bend at uh, Cranbourne. And uh, his run home times at Cranbourne were just incredible, you know. Uh, mm. This was only over the shorter journey, over the 311. And uh, he was running home faster than the, than the fastest sprinters were winning races there. So, you know, we knew then that, oh, this dog's got some electricity in him because he had that, he had that acceleration that you don't very often see on a dog where he could just put six lengths on him. Mm. And he did that a lot of times in races, you know, when, see, even at his, uh, I think it was about his, uh, uh, only about his seventh start, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, he broke the record at Ballarat, mm. you know, and he ran 24.75 around Ballarat over the 4.50, which is flying. And uh, the record has gone by the board since, but he ran he ran at uh you know at a time in august when it was the middle of winter freezing cold and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. so it wasn't really conducive to um running through light air you know what i mean by Absolutely, that you know yeah. that uh, yeah. dogs generally run quick through the um, the summer months because the uh, conditions are better it's warmer for them and uh the tracks are fast, you know, they're not clogged up with water. Mm, mm. And uh, uh, so, you know, he's just been a spectacular dog, you know. We we uh, can only dream that we might find one that can get a feather out of his tail. But like you said, Dave, we'll continue to try and we cannot wait to see his progeny. Well, not only being, of course, birthed and reared and the rest of it, but hit the track Thank you very much for coming on Going Greyhounds and we wish you all the best with the Greyhound of the Year Awards coming up later tonight. Oh, thank you very much, Mark. That's wonderful. Thank you. Ple- pleasure chatting to you. Dave Gleeson joining us on Going Greyhounds. We'll catch up with Mark Gatt, who has Stanley Road next. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. 
here. They're set. Racing. Houdini by a fraction slow to begin a way fast run like Jess on the inside to lead from Zach Manelli. Three lengths away then came here's Tears third going around the outside of Houdini boy followed by Stanley Road. Sunset Bursky back at the tail well back as Sir Tracklet in country with Pilbara and Stanley Road. A lap to go. Zach Manelli bowling on in the lead. Takes him to the back straight. Five, six clear. Run like Jess second. Three lengths away then came Sir Tracklet third. Over on the inside there Stanley Road four or five lengths away then came Pilbara. Here's Tears Sunset Bursky at the tail. Coming up the back straight Zach Manelli led by Four lengths run like Jess over on the outside there. Stanley Road is finishing well, followed by Sir Dracula and uh, weaving home between there. Sunset Bursky from well back. Stanley Road raced up, took the lead, and it's Stanley Road for the fair to bail. Second, Sir Dracula, third is Sunset Bursky, followed by Stan like Jess. Stanley Road taking out, of course, the fair to bail superstars, one of his two group ones for the season. We just spoke to Mark Gat last week and we played the Association Cup final last week. That was a bit more of an easier watch, wasn't it, Mark? The uh, superstars. Good morning to you. Good morning, mate. Yeah, it was a it was an easier watch. He, he got there a little bit easier. The heart was in the mouth of the Association Cup. No, it was, it was brilliant. Um, Mark, it must be a fair honour to yourself as a trainer to be in amongst company of the likes of Shimmershine, Tigalong Tonkin, and Tommy Shelby for Greyhound of the Year with this fella. But he deserves every bit of it. Yeah, he's been a consistent dog. I, I think he's won two group ones, a group two, and two seconds in group one. So he's, he's been a very consistent dog. Um, he, he's up against a good bunch there, some special dogs there. So, but, yeah, he's there, and, yeah, I think he deserves to be. Yeah, for sure. And uh, kudos to, to yourself for a wonderful job through what's been a tricky season trying to place greyhounds, especially at the moment. How's he How's he coming along this preparation? We spoke to you last week about his resumption. How is he uh, this week? Yeah, good. Um, I gave him a trial. I gave him a trial during the week. I just sort of backed off him a, li a little bit and um, he trialled really good. So, he, yeah, he's in on Friday night at uh, Richmond in a 600. Okay. I just probably want to get a couple more 600s into him and then we'll step him up. Okay, a couple more six hundreds and step him up to the uh, to the seven hundred, um, and let's just hope you know all things going well. It's a it's a day by day proposition as we know, but Joe, we get back to Wentworth Park and over those seven hundred metre trips, he'll be uh, awfully hard to beat. Uh, just going through his record: thirty four starts, fifteen wins. Uh, you've got those eleven minor placings, three hundred fifty thousand in prize money. Uh, he's been your your dual group one winner, and you've had another group one winner previously. But he's he's the best dog you've had, right, Mark? Yeah, he well he's he's. Definitely, there's they're different dogs. So he's a stayer, and mm. the other uh, Group One winner I had was a sprinter. So they're they're completely different dogs. It's sort of hard to line up. But well, he's I think he's already earned the most prize money. I sort of rate him on what prize money they earn. So yeah, he's um, he's probably the best I've had, and he's he's still got a fair bit fair bit to go. So hopefully, he just stays down, and we can we can uh, get some more results with him. In terms of what he means to you and, and, and how good he's been for owner Eddie Kingswell, um, in comparison to the likes of Oaks Row, Ritza Hattie, Ritza Lenny, Ritza Rossi, Ritza, all those good dogs that you've had, he's um, not only been a great earner for you and won those big group ones, but uh, off the track with the likes of the story of Eddie Kingswell, he's, he's been a great dog. He has, mate. He's um, he's brought a lot of excitement to, to Eddie in a, in a you know, not a good time. He's been a good bit crook, but he, he's actually going real well, uh, Eddie. So, um, oh, terrific to hear, Mark. Yeah, he, he's going really good. He's had good results um, come back from treatment, and um, so far, so good. So um, hopefully we um, just keep getting good news, and, and 
uh, Stanley Rowe can keep with the smile on his face. Camp's flying. Have you got a winner for us? Uh, what have I got this week? I've got uh, Stanley Road in at Richmond. Um, he, he'll be worth having something on. He's up against... There's, it's a free for all to hard field. There's Ice Cream Story. Um, um, oh, I forget the other dogs in it. You sound quietly confident, though. Yeah, look, the dog is going good. It's probably still a little bit short. Because, okay. um, you know, Ice Cream Story's a, a very fast bitch. Probably a bit too zippy for him over 600, but he, you never know, he might be worth having something on. Um, and then I've got uh, Hudson Road. He's going really good. He's in a Richmond Friday night. Okay. Um, he, he'll be a chance again. And uh, what else have I got? I've got, uh, um, oh, the old boy, uh, Shanjo Prince, is in a Masters. He's drawn box seven where he wants to be. It's only a 400, but. It's been hard to get races for him just with the grading at the moment with no city grading. He's sort of top grade, so it's either race top grade with him over 500 or in, in the Masters over 400. So I don't really race over 400 metres, but mm. he, he's where he wants to be in, uh, out wide, and um, I'd say he, he'd be some sort of hope. Yeah, beautiful. Stanley Road, Hudson Road, and Shanjo Prince will keep an eye out for him. Mark, best of luck tonight with the Grand of the Year Awards. Thank you very much. Always good with his time, Mark Gatt, joining us and going greyhounds. Next up, Corey Grimfell. Away and racing. Oh, shimmer shine. Awkward to go. Away very quickly. Catch the thief from the centres. Go to crossover. Catch the thief through to lead. Settling down over Tickalong Tonk, who's pressing hard the outside. Two lengths to carry on Angel. Then Fernando Bluey, fire legend. Well back now to Lakeview. Walter Equaliser and shimmer shine last off the back. Catch the thief. Let it narrowly by Nick Tickalong Tonk. And then carry on Angel. Still catch the thief in front. Tickalong Tonk's levelling up as they turn. Tonk takes the lead. And it's Tickalong Tonk to the Harrison Dawson. Tick along Tonk by a length and a half. Yes, winning the Harrison Dawson after winning the Perth Cup for Corey Grenfeller, a path that he's used before with great success. Corey joins us on the line. Another nominee for the Greyhound of the Year. Corey, good morning to you. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well. A bit excited. Do you give yourself a hope tonight? Oh, he's got to be there with the chance. He's, he's been up for a long time and raced the best. Uh, yeah, I think he's a chance. Again, he deserves to be there. I was saying the same thing to Mark Gatt in regards to Stanley Road. A couple of Group 1s. You took him over to Perth to, to pick off that Group 1. It seemed to be just what he needed heading into that Harrison Dawson. Uh, he's well within his rights to be in amongst that list of greyhounds. Yeah, no, definitely. He's um, from, from Perth onwards, he's, you know, he's, he's always been around the group class, but um, sort of from Perth, I think he, he took it to another level. Um, yeah. Yeah. 88 starts, 42 wins, 700,000 in prize money, a whole stack of uh, group starts. In fact, 19 group starts. Um, it's probably a bit stiff not to win a, a few more than what he has, but he, uh, he's he been going great guns, and he's actually in again this weekend in the Group 2 Heelsville Cup final up the straight. Is that his first Heelsville Cup jaunt? Uh, has he had a crack at the straight previously, Corey? Yeah, we were talking about last year, and um, he, ran, he ran best today in the heats um, without a look up there, which is, Unbelievable, and um, he drew the red in the final and sort of just got smacked around everywhere. So uh, this is his second year, so hopefully he goes one better. Obviously, Group 1s, uh, be hard to split, but what's been his highlight performance for season 2020-21? Uh, uh, I think the, the you know the, the month of when he went over to Perth um, to win the Perth Cup and then come back and bring the Harrison Daw- uh, win the Harrison Dawson pretty quickly, I think that was his highlight. Um, 
you know, he, he followed a very similar line to what Orson Allen did, and he won a grand of the year. So, you know, we're, we're sort of hoping that that, you know, that plays the same part. Yeah, absolutely. He's been just going around, obviously, the best company uh, throughout. There still seems to be plenty of life left in his legs. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's unbelievable. He's you know he's he's high eighty starts now, and he's um you know, he's had his fair share of bang been banged around in group racing and whatnot. And the, the sad thing with him is he, he he can never draw a box in a final, and you know it's been quite frustrating for the dog's career. He, um, I, I dare say he probably would have won a lot more than what he has if you know if he, the box draws were good to him. But uh, look, we we can't complain with what he's achieved so far, and at this stage, you know. Dreams would be to run through the Melbourne Cup, and provided there's no injury involved, that's, that that'll be the case. So the Melbourne Cup's the plan. Yeah, Melbourne Cup well, that that'll be probably stumps. I'd say, but you wouldn't have a crack at the Phoenix. Oh, look, if someone comes to us and wants us to race in it, there'd be discussion between us and the owner, and mm. um, you know, I think that's, a, that's an outstanding race going forward. But um, at this stage, Melbourne Cup is what we're what we're aiming for. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I was with you the. Um, the uh, evening of the Perth Cup over there in Perth, and I don't think I've been around a more nervous person. But uh, I think you're more nervous to have to put the the suit on and the bow tie, um, to be honest. But um, nevertheless, it came off, and uh, that was the first of his two Group Ones. Just on that, you were in Perth, and tell us about some of the the people you met along the way, the journey with this greyhound, because you've built a very strong relationship with the Withers Camp as well. It's been a great ride. Yeah, no, there's, there's, I mean, there's plenty of people you can thank. Steve Withers and Kira, they, they were the best. Um, you know, I couldn't speak highly of them any more than I do. And, um, you know, I, I give them a lot of, um, what's the word? You know, I, I give them a lot of the credit. The, the credit for, you know, for what happened with Tonk over in Perth. You know, they mm-hmm. done the best job with him and um, the way it planned out that Tommy was you know in the million dollar I think it was that was meant to be but um no that they're the they're the best people and even you know it's in dog up Tommy Savalas we've had no luck up there but again he was another one that's played a big part in his career and Blake down at Hobart he has been there twice with him and done an excellent job so no that you you make friend yeah you, you get friendships along the way with these dogs and you know they're lifelong friendships. Uh, terrific stuff. Uh he's in it one of four a grand of the year, Tigalong Tonk, two-time Group 1 winner for season 2021. Corey Grenfell, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Thanks, mate. Corey Grenfell uh, with Tigalong Tonk. We'll catch up with Steve Withers, who, of course, has Tommy Shelby. Racing. Well stepped away nicely. Tommy Shelby shanghaied out of the boxes. He's going to cut and run. Tommy Shelby by two, but Wells Park right on his hammer into the back. Though a clear of Baroque Night Devil 16. They're followed up by Fire and Ice. Well back in the field. There was Vicky's Queen. Farmore Beach is near the tail of the field. Coming to the turn. Tommy Shelby the leader. Well to the outside. Tommy Shelby. Wow. Stride for stride. Tommy Shelby. He's in rarefied air. He's won the egg. Tommy Shelby first. Wow, second. Oh, what a champion. Tommy Shelby winning the Golden Easter Egg. Steve Withers joins us again. His trainer, Steve, he's got to be odds on to take out Grey under the year. Good morning to you. Hi, mate. Just trying to deal with the goosebumps listening to that uh, replay. It, um, It still gives you tingles. Brilliant, isn't it? Uh, even watching the replay, Steve, it's got me in the studio um, because you just you thought, wow, wow, went wide around the um, back and then in the home straight again. But Tommy just kept he- holding him. And like you say, 
he just wants to chase uh, this greyhound. And, well, what a year of chasing it's been. Uh, those three Group 1s, he got the Group 1 in Perth. He got the Group 1 monkey off his back in, go again in Tasmania, pardon me, for the uh, for the Hobart 1000. And then he won the uh, Australian Cup in a finish that was just brilliant uh, with Fernando Bluey, one we won't see again. And then he took out the egg. Uh, what a whirlwind 12 months. It's all been said and done, but, uh, gee, this would be uh, the cherry on top if he was to take out Greyhound of the Year, no doubt. No, it's just unbelievable to sit there as a, a guy who's just always loved Greyhounds and had an interest and um, <clears throat> always admired all these superstars that you see get into these Australian Greyhound of the Year finals and, and these big races they win. And to think that you've got anything that's even considered in the same sentence or the same ilk as any of them, it's... Um, yeah, it, it's really hard to take in. It, it, it's probably going to sink in later in, the, in life when we're just back battling around in the fifth graders and uh, Tommy's sitting on the couch beside you. But, yeah, it's just all him. He, he's a phenomenal animal. He's just something different. And we're just very lucky he landed in our hands. Mm, um, just on, uh, on on Tommy Shelby and, just, and you saying you've watched greyhounds throughout your life and, and the rest of it, is there a greyhound that you can compare him to that's previously gone by or, um, you know, can can you make any comparisons to some of the greyhounds that you loved growing up? Oh, I wouldn't dare do that because um, they were heroes to me. They were just um, superstars and, and Tommy's just my mate. He just does mm. silly things. He's, um, he's very <laughs> special himself. But, yeah, I wouldn't dare breathe his name in, in the ilk of some of the super super champions that have passed through before us. They're, um, they're heroes, they're legends forever. Okay, what about in a different context, say, saying horse racing? Is there a horse that you can compare him to? Oh, I'd love to think we were something like a Norvely. Um, yep. He had a big heart. He was uh, he just fought and fought, and it didn't matter what position you threw Norvely into, he'd uh, he'd find his way to the line and, and give himself a chance. If, if he if he couldn't win it, then it just basically boiled down that there wasn't a chance. I like that comparison a lot. That's a good one, Steve. Yeah, he was a great horse. Yeah, absolutely, um, and the great man. Um, F. Kersley. Now, uh, tell us, uh, what would, uh, what are the, well, you can celebrate over in Perth. What are the celebrations going to be like after um, probably about mm, 7.30pm watching Sky Racing 2 if he was to be named Grand of the Year? What's going to go on in the, the, the Harders or the Withers household? Yeah, we're lucky enough. We can, um, Mick and Jody, the Harders will be over tonight and we'll um, we'll probably just have a quiet moment. I'd, I'd say reflection, Mark, more than mm. anything. Um, it's been some sort of a journey and it's it's not just Tommy, the whole team. It takes a team. Um, uh, my wife, Kira, has gone through a lot. There's been a lot of work and effort go into it. Um, it he, Tommy just can't get on the road and race with me over there with him without all the tasks and the jobs and the, and the monumental efforts at home going behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, it's it's been one hell of a ride. Um, plenty of highs, a few lows, but I'd say reflection and um yeah, just gratitude is probably the, the first emotion and then maybe Mick might get a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, his shout. Uh, also, just, 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 just a couple of, um, I guess, a, a two-part question. What's been your favourite win of the season uh, that's been? And also, has there been a memory that you think about and you reflect on quite often that you think, gee, that was, um, I'll never forget that or, you know, that was the, the turning point for him to go on and, and win a certain race or when you thought your backs were against the wall? Uh, I, I feel like we kind of, each race, even the ones uh, that he hasn't won but he's run placing, 
they've all got their special story behind them and we've mm. faced um, and battles in each one. From the very first time we travelled in the Vic Peters, just thinking, see, are we being a little bit egotistical here? Are we, are, we, are we just dreaming bigger than we actually are? Should we be going to this race over the east? We're just a little mm. dog from Perth. And, um, yeah, right through to the east. So probably an image that sticks in my mind is um, catching in the crowd. Um, my mate Toby Weeks, who we'd been staying with the whole Easter egg, um, chipping his beer up six foot above his head, trying to drain every last drop out of it while he was fist pumping the air. It kind of engraved itself in my head and um, a lot of emotion and joy. And, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, Augustus and, and, and Jess, they, they've also been a part of the ride, haven't they? Yeah, 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 Toby and Jess. Look, they, um, obviously, New South Wales was under a, a, a proper emergency evacuation in the floods and that through the Easter egg and there was dramas going everywhere. Um, we were staying with um, great people, the Herberians out there near Windsor, and um, it was under flood and panic. So um, I was lucky enough that I, I was mobile. So, yeah, Toby and Jess housed us, and uh, we were able to run up the hill over the over the bump out to the dry bush. And, um, yeah, we had a great time out there. They were wonderful hosts, just great people, great country people. Yeah, terrific stuff. Also, how is he? Of course, he was scratched from uh, – is, is it the spring gift? I'm pretty sure it was a spring gift, Heat. Uh, uh, he's, he's okay, Tommy? Yeah, it was heat of the spring gift. Um, yep. Just had a little bit of a mild virus show up in a blood test. Okay. Um, yeah, it just uh, elevated white cells and, and lowered red blood cells. So uh, it mightn't have been obvious externally just yet, but there was uh, he wouldn't have been able to compete at that level. And, um, and win or the virus would have flared even further off, off the strenuous run. So um, safety first. It's, it's just a complete safety first ride now. So. Yeah, terrific stuff. Steve, um, best of luck tonight. I, I think you're a... Long odds on favourite to take out Greyhound of the Year with all due respect to some wonderful candidates. Shimmer Shine, Stanley Road and Tigalong Tonk in there. It's been a wonderful season, 2020-21. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds again, Steve. Yeah, appreciate your time and good luck to all the finalists. I've got massive respect for all the dogs there. They've been wonderful campaigners and, um, yeah, utmost respect to them all. Good on you, Steve. Steve Withers joining us on uh, Going Greyhounds. That's... Uh, the show for this week, uh, tune in tonight again from 7pm on Sky Racing 2. The Sky Special Showcase, the Catching Pen and Greyhound Clubs Australia combine to present the Australian Greyhound of the Year Awards. Plenty of other awards to be named to. Sire of the Year, Brood Bitch of the Year. Um, of course, we've got uh, the Denise Fish Award. Uh, of course, a couple of Hall of Fame inductees. Should be a great night. Uh, please do join us on Sky Racing to myself and Jason Adams. At Goulburn, Gosford and Lismore today uh, for New South Wales Greyhound Racing, Bulleye, Richmond and Grafton tomorrow, Casino, Gunnada and Dapto on Thursday. Check out thedogs.com.au for more and the latest markets from Tab at the website and, of course, the app. Have a wonderful Tuesday.